You know, guys can be really complicated. <laughs> and I'm sure if you ask them, they'll say we're complicated too. But what makes things more complicated, even than just them or us, is is when we get into relationships for all the wrong reasons. And a lot of times we don't think they're the wrong reasons. We think there are solutions. We think we are pining for something that is gonna fix our sadness, fix our, our mess that we have going on or just we're unhappy or whatever it is. We think this thing, talking to this guy is gonna fix it. But in fact, we're actually setting ourselves up for a lot of problems. I have tons to tell you. And make sure you're not trying to get married for one of these reasons. Be careful. Let's go. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you every week on topics on love, relationships, life hacks, life balance, emotional well being, all the stuff we go through as women that no one's talking about at the level that we talk about it. And for those of you who are new, welcome, welcome. If you are old time listeners, some of you guys DM me all the time about how long you've been listening. Welcome back, family. And so, alhamdulillah, this is a space where everyone, regardless of your level of iman, regardless of kind of how messy or organized your life is, we can all relate to one another and how difficult every day can be, but also so beautiful and such opportunity and, and gratitude we can have for it as well. And so this is a place to kind of get yourself refocused, get you some tips, get you some advice. I do a lot of hacks and tips and things. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a mom of five licensed educator of 25 years. So I've been doing this a long, long, long time. And so alhamdulillah, and lately a lot of you have been booking calls with me and I love talking to you. And you know what? It just brings up the topic of today because today is all about kind of the wrong reasons to get married. Now, mind you, for the people who are married already, keep listening because I'm sure this will really help you think about if this is one of the things that has affected your own marriage. And we are also needing to marry our daughters. So make sure that we're kind of tuning in whether you're married or unmarried for this because it's really, really important. And it's kind of an epidemic right now. And I want to make sure we talk about like, what to watch out for, what not to do, and then like maybe what to do instead here, okay? And so alhamdulillah, right before I start, I wanna say so many DMs I'm getting and I cannot keep up with them in terms of the questions. So really quick, yes, our... Um, workshop on resentment is this Saturday. If you are listening to this, it is May 27th at 11 a.m. EST, and I believe that's 3 p.m. GMT. So we're going to be talking about all your deep feelings and the pain and all the stuff you're going through. So if you're like going through a lot right now, this is going to be really good. We're going to do a lot of like exercising questions to help you kind of get deep and figure out how to get unstuck and what you can do next. So do not miss this. Totally free, by the way. Just got to register so I can make sure I can give you the link via email. And the link is below. The other one is we um, just opened up so many free classes and things, and some of them are closing. So if you want to get help on the emotional wellness one, I put the link below. Um, how to for emotional mastery and stop, you know, caring about what everybody thinks and all that stuff. That's down there. We have a free quiz for spouse seeking to know what your next step is, I put the link below. When I say below, I mean the description. And the last one is we are just opening up the three-day challenge. You guys loved it last year um, on how to interview a spouse. So if you want to know about the questions to ask a guy and more than the questions, 
the answers to look for. A lot of girls think they can get away with the questions, but ladies, what are questions if you don't know how to look for the answers and know if he is not good for you, right? Hello, right? So that'll be there and I can't wait to do it. That is opening up. So try to get your seat in there. The link for below is that. So inshallah bin ta'ala, today we're talking about the three reasons not to get married. And this is really, really important because I, like I said, I mean, when you listen to me talk in the podcast, I want you to put this into perspective. I get to talk to women in 150 countries. That is a blessing. You do not know how much all of y'all have taught me. Me talking to women from every continent almost in the world and hearing our problems, it is quite intriguing to hear like our perspectives and when I do the book club shout out to all you women and shout out to the women on Thrive who are doing so so awesome such beautiful support of each other I love you guys for the sake of a lot I'm very impressed with your conversation lately trying to like really really stay focused with each other um you know you hear a lot and when you put all the dots together and you see all the patterns we all kind of have the same problems it doesn't matter if we're from different cultures or something we're suffering from the same things and one of the things i'm going to bring up today in today's podcast is all the wrong reasons to get married because we think that marriage is going to save us from these three things that i'm saying but it actually just is setting us up for a lifelong problem and i'll get right into it so the first one is and this one is going to be really resonating with a lot of you, if not every one of you. Um, you don't get along with your parents and you don't want to stay in the house anymore. Now, I do every once in a while come across girls who genuinely love their parents. They want to stay. And forgive me if I call you girls. I mean, women, you know, who, who love their parents and they love to stay with them. And they have a great relationship with their family and their siblings. But the parents aspect, they just feel like they're not being respected. They have to do everything that they, makes them happy. You know, our thoughts greatly influence our mood and our action. And we are constantly influenced by our parents. And you know what? For anybody who says they don't care what their parents think, um, psychology says otherwise. Psychology says we care a lot. Psychology says we base our value of ourselves based on the way our parents, um, we think our parents or we perceive our parents think of us. And so if I think that my mom thinks I'm a loser and a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of parents tell their, their daughters and sons that, you know, they're not up to par, right? If they think that love is conditional based on like whether or not you got into medical school or whether you got good grades or whether like everyone in the community said this or that about us or not, if everything is conditional, it really does something for your self-esteem. And you know what happens next? you will just gravitate to anyone who's like, oh my gosh, you're so good. You're so smart. You're so beautiful. And we're like, yeah, okay. And because those people make you feel good. Now, the unfortunate part, and I've said this before on an IG post, like sometimes guys capitalize on this. Not all guys. There's good guys out there. I know there's a lot of like pessimism about if there's any good guys out there. There's good guys out there, ladies. There is. But alhamdulillah, like they do know we are so needy with that because we feel a bit crushed sometimes within our own households or because of previous experiences we've had. So they know, they can see our face light up. They can see our response on a text when they're like, trying to give us attention and then we just you know we just like woo you know and so subhanallah we feel this need to go to a place where people find value in us people find us to be good beautiful smart whatever it is and the thing is when you're in a place when you're in your home and you're not getting that positive reinforcement about you being a good person you being worthy 
and then somebody gives it to you on the outside, then you're just like, oh, there's a new chance out there. There's a new beginning. I'm going to escape this hot mess and I'm going to, you know, start a new life. But what you don't realize is that when you have that attitude, you don't realize you're missing a lot of red flags. And that happens to a lot of girls. And a lot of girls see a lot of great things, you know, good feelings and all that fuzzy stuff. And I'm really against emotional connections with guys at early times, which is exactly what it is. If you are following the Quran and Sunnah, there's a precise way to do things. It's funny because sometimes when I get on a call with a sister and she's trying to talk to me about, you know, sis, can you just give me a couple tips on like how to make sure the guy is the right one for me? And they're not even aware that we have an entire school that we teach this in a class, a free class. And we we go into all the questions. We have up to 95 questions. We have entire course that's actually our most famous one from you guys that like teaches everything step-by-step. But what people focus on are the feel-good stuff and the questions. That's why I have also so many phone calls of people in devastating situations. So if you're running away from your house because you don't like the control of your parents and they don't let you go out. They don't let you do anything. Or you just like feel like they're so irritating. Okay. You're going to end up with a guy and you're going to assume that that guy's going to be better. But oftentimes he's not because you are not at the point in your life, maybe where you can, you can determine if he's good or not. See, that's the thing. The, nowadays, women, you know, we have these standards of what we want. Times are changing way differently than like when I was, you know, younger and everything. But it's, it's just changing every decade. So it's nothing new. It's like next decade will be something else. So at the end of the day, we are thinking, oh, you know what? Like anything's better than what I got going on at home. Like anything's better than the way I get treated or spoken to or whatever. And at the end of the day, it's not. It's not. Let me tell you something. It's a lot more hurtful when it's a guy, when a guy just steps out on you, when a guy, um, you know, talks to you really bad. At the end of the day, your parents and you, you know, your blood, you'll always love each other. You'll always figure it out no matter how difficult your relationship. And I, and I know a lot of you guys have really difficult relationships. May Allah make it easy. But this guy will hurt you more. When you thought your parents hurt you, he can hurt you more. So what is my advice? Don't run away and get married because you're running away from your parents. At some level, you have to fix what's going on in your heart or you're going to carry it into your children and how you parent them. You think you're not. I'm, I'm a mom of five. You do. It's very unconscious. You don't even know it's happening. It's just craziest thing ever. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to talk to my kids the way my mom talks to me. Oh my God. Is that? And then you do exactly that when you're heated, when you're angry, when you're whatever, because we're human and it's normal. But if you don't figure out how to unlearn any toxicity and relearn a better way, you are carrying that into the next relationship. You are not leaving it behind. So my first tip is you don't get along with your parents and you want to leave the house. Not a good reason to get married. It's just not for a million reasons. Number two, everyone else you know is getting married. You do not know how many women who call me up and say, everyone else. I had a girl the other day. I can't say her name. Let's just call her, um, what we call her? Dina. <laughs> I can't say her name. Dina. And she said, sis, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting older. I'm kind of, it feels like a mess. No matter what I do, I can't find a guy. I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm going everywhere. And everyone around me is getting married. I just feel like wherever they are right now, I was in uni with these girls and they're all married and da da da. And I'm not. And you know, like I really should be farther right now. And my response to all of those women who might say that is who said, well, well, I just feel like it makes sense because like we all went on the same journey and, but you're not on the same journey. 
Are you? Are you on the same journey? Are you carbon copies of one another? Number two, are those women happy? Oh yeah, they're super happy, sis. The other day I had some sister contact me from Instagram. When you saw her Instagram, it's her and her husband holding hands. It was hearts. It was flowers. It was love is. When your husband holds the door for you, love is. Da, da, da. Okay, this girl's calling me up. Same girl. I'm not talking any judgment. I'm just trying to show you how fake social media is. Calls me up. He's cheating on her like nobody's business. I don't know if those were old photos. I don't know if that's what she wants to happen, but it's not really happening. And those are just like projections of what she wished but they don't have that. I have another sister who has something similar. All these love posts and everything. And, you know, Allah will bring you with the person you love. And 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 she's crying her eyes out every day because she didn't realize how attached she is to his brother. And he doesn't listen or respect her in anything. And all his brother has to do is advise her. And then he's, he's and his brother doesn't like her. And so he then he's cussing on her. And then she feels like garbage. And that like, that's what I'm saying. You know, everybody's putting on a facade. I have marriage problems. Everybody has marriage problems. And and that's totally normal. Anybody who tells you they don't, they're lying. I'm sorry to say I'm going to make that bold statement. But here's the thing. Everybody's supposed to have problems because you're supposed to. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, we will test you with your spouses. But when it, how do you know when it's like a real problem? Well, first of all, that's a whole other story. But um, it comes down with how dirty you fight. That's one thing too. You know, when when you and your husband fight, do you go in on each other or do you have a rahma for each other? Like, yeah, you go at it, but you're not like trying to like sabotage and hurt and maim and, you know, no, I don't have any fighting like that. But from day to day, we'll be like disagreeing as to like what should happen with the kids, something like that. Very normal, very normal. Okay. However, however, what is not normal, what is not normal is when we just feel like we have to get married because we should. But you know what the funny thing is? Those people that have that thought, usually it's not just that thought. It's this idea we have in our head that we were told things. For example, some girls are told after 20-something, you're just, you're just not, you're not going to be wanted by guys. You're not. You're like, you're getting old. I had one girl, her mom, she called me up. She's in tears. Her mom told her she's 23 and she's just like, she's way over there, like just way past the time. That's it. No one's going to want her. Can you imagine if your mother is telling you no one's going to want her? That goes back to point number one, right? Trying to leave the house. It's rough. It's rough. Sometimes we're struggling and I'm a parent too. Believe me, me hearing all these stories every day makes me think, gosh, I got to make sure I'm careful about everything I say to my children because I hear all day about all the pain all of our women are in. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. But you know what? Everybody has their ibtila. Everybody has their test. Maybe this is yours. How are you handling it? Hmm. You get me. See, no, everybody wants other people to stop. Stop, stop treating me like that. Don't be like that. It's so wrong. But maybe they are your test. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's your spouse. If you're already married and you're listening to this, maybe it's your kids. Allah is looking for our response. How are we responding? Hmm. You get me? So sometimes we don't want the test we have. A lot of times there was a sheikh, he said, 
you know, they, they made it, they were, people were complaining so much in the job that they said, we want everybody to take a piece of paper and write down your biggest problem right now in your life and put it in the mailbox, put it in the bin, right? The little thing they had, their little box. And then you were going to shake it up and we're going to open it up and everybody has to grab somebody else's problem because he's trying to make a point, right? So <laughs> the first person goes up to the box and they're grabbing out the paper and they open it and they read it and they're like, oh, and they shove it back in. And they grab another one and they read it and they're like, oh, and they shove it back in. And then, and, and the guy goes, what are you doing? They go, oh, all these other problems are horrible. I want mine back. <laughs> you know, subhanAllah, we think our problems are horrible. What happened in the time of Rasulullah when everybody thought their problem was the worst problem? You know, he, sometimes even Rasulullah he was sad. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came to him, right? And he said to him, you know, didn't I take care of you in this time? And, you know, and he, ta- he, he taught us, the Rasul he taught us from what Allah taught him is to look at other people who have other situations worse than us. We take whatever our problem is and we exacerbate it because this is a whole other thing. You guys know I teach this in the emotions course in class. And so that is another thing. Women are going into looking for guys when they still haven't resolved emotional stuff. And for people who ask me my advice on that, let me say this. You're never going to fix everything about yourself. I wouldn't say go on this journey of perfection. That's another extreme. One extreme is to do nothing. The other extreme is to go on a journey of perfection. We have resources. I have a class that teaches you for free exactly how your mind works. You have to know this. It is, it is so bad to go into a marriage when you haven't fixed things that are in your head. And in your heart. You know why? Because everything he does is going to be personal. Everything he does is going to be hurtful. If I have some moms out here, some women who are married, I know you know what I mean. Everything becomes really sensitive. It's like, oh, why would he do that? He meant this. He did this because maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. And we're, we're personalizing everything. So for the sister who's saying everything, everyone else is getting married around me. Here's a couple pieces of advice. Number one, they're not all happy. So don't feel jealous. I'm dead serious. Number two, number two, at the end of the day, everybody has their own journey. Stop comparing yourself to other people's journeys. She could get married today and divorced in two years. Leave her alone. Do do not wish for what she has. You have no idea what it is. Number three, at the end of the day, you may not be married right now for a reason. The problem is that you or I, whoever's doing it, right, think that we know better. Do we know better than Allah? Because if we if we knew better than Allah, then that's pretty arrogant, right? Oh, I know I should be married by now. Should you? Who said? If Allah wanted you to be married, guess what? You'd be right now. You'd be married because Allah can do that. Allah has ultimate power. But for whatever reason, he's either holding you off from some guy that's meant for you, that he's not ready for you yet. How about that? Maybe that guy's being developed so that he can be excellent for you, but you're trying to rush it. So you want to get him right now, like half done. So he could be like half good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why? Don't rush it. Don't rush it. So if you have questions, and here's the other thing, the last part of advice for them is sometimes you're doing it wrong. Dead serious. You know, women are really hard on themselves. And here's the thing. I will say the longer you're at the game, the harder it becomes. It's not that you're not marriageable material. It's not that, you know, you're too old. That's not what I mean. What I mean is you get in, the older you get, you get into a pool of people who've already been married. Then that comes with a lot of baggage and that comes with a lot of other stuff. And so what I'm trying to say is 
it's it's not preferable to wait longer amounts of time because it actually makes it more complicated. However, and for the women who think they have to finish school and uni and all that stuff, that's not that's not a real rule. That's all made up stuff by families. And so I just want to say that's a pressure. And I get it. I want to be done. So you could do that or you could grow together. My daughter got married with her husband while the two of them were finishing uni. And they supported each other and it was great. What we had to do is make sure that everybody was like stable enough to take care of each other. Yep, good. And guess what? They didn't have the fitna of other people in university because they had each other. They had each other to come home to every day. There was no fitna. They didn't have to go out and look for guys at parties and, you know, all this stuff, haram. There was none of that because everybody had each other and everybody struggled with each other and helped each other and they've grown together closer because of it. And that's, that's, that's what happens and that's okay. So what I want to say is the last piece of advice I have is, is don't marry a guy because you want to feel happier. And that goes back to my other point of just, you know, not, not settling your things inside of you. Your emotional state won't get better just because you have a husband. End of story. How many married women know what I'm talking about? Your happiness is your happiness. You being attached to a guy is you just now basing your happiness on another human being. Dangerous. You have to have your own self and your own happiness. Well, but I'm just not happy, sis. I don't know what it is. You know, I had a sister call me up just yesterday and actually a couple sisters yesterday about that. When you're just not happy, when you're just not happy, it means something. Now, the first thing I'll remind sisters is that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Hashr that, you know, they like... I'm paraphrasing right now in front of me, like he, they, they left Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he made them forget themselves. They left the remembrance of Allah. There you go. They left the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he made them forget themselves. When you're far from salah or you're late on salah or you're too busy and you're too overwhelmed and you don't spend time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you spiral out of control because he actually said, he let them forget themselves. So that you, you are now becoming far from your creator so you naturally feel out of sorts. And on top of that, you're going to start to get easily frustrated, easily angry, easily anxious. Huh? So that stuff needs to be dealt with. We have, Like I said, we have resources. We even have a quiz on like if you're having issues with emotional hoarding. Like you're just like taking your, your emotions and shoving them inside you. And I'll just throw out my website here because I don't know why a lot of people listen here, but they don't know we actually have resources to help with many of the things. Because like what's the point of me talking to you about these things if I don't have anything to help you with them? I mean, I'm just going to sit here and blah, blah, blah into the airways. That would be ridiculous. And plus the geeky teacher in me doesn't know how to just let that go. Like the whole point is to help people, to teach people, right? So we do have a site, www.mindful-muslima.com. And thank you so many of you who have been telling me that those things have been helpful. I, I want them to be helpful. And when you guys tell me, hey, they're great, but they'd be even better if... I love that too, because then I know exactly what to do and what to make, right? But if you, if your emotional state, you think it's going to get happier by having a husband, it's not. You need to address your emotional state and attempt to address or correct it before marriage or else you could be destroying that marriage before it even started. Because for example, I'll give this last example as we kind of wrap up here. If you are always feeling like nobody loves you, and then you take that into your marriage. This new guy, super fresh, right? We'd have nothing. He's just like, you married him the halal way. There's no, you know, previous history with this guy. He's, he's just like excited to marry you. You're excited to marry him. Then all of a sudden, like he has to work late a couple nights and he doesn't come home. And you're like so excited to have your new husband come home. You had cooked dinner. You had done everything. He doesn't show. And he's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then you're just sitting there alone at the table, you know, like blowing out the candle like, oh, he doesn't love me. 
you know, and you think you're not going to think that in a moment. You're like, duh, he's at work. No, no, no. You know, we get really super hyped about guys and then we, we get it. We get it. Everything's personal and emotional, right? Or he didn't message me back right away. He must not care. He saw what I said. He, the little check mark is there on WhatsApp. He saw it. He didn't say anything. He's leaving me here for hours. He doesn't love me. Mind you, he's like on some important call or his car broke down. You don't even know, right? We're making like tons of assumptions. My point is, if you can't be happy with your own self and you're going to base your happiness on a guy and if he loves you, you love yourself and he doesn't like you, you don't like yourself, which is the state of many of our women right now in their marriages, you're going to be miserable more because now you don't like yourself and then you feel he doesn't like you too. Just confirming what you already thought about yourself and now life is actually worse. Do you feel me? So let's go back to the three reasons not to get married. I'm I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm like I'm like overwhelmed with how many of our women are marrying from these reasons and how easily this can be prevented and what great marriages they can have. Like a lot of sisters are like, okay, if that's all the reasons I shouldn't get married, sis, what are all the reasons I should? You should for the Islamic reasons, for wanting to protect yourself from sin, number one, right? Because you want to protect yourself from doing haram. This is a very valuable reason. And it's not valued anymore. It's not valued anymore. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, valued this very much. And he encouraged this very much to stop sinning. It's better, I'm so sorry to say, it's better for you Islamically to marry in a guy and divorce him to, to, to avoid sin. I'm not talking about some guy that you're doing like harami salami with and then you're like make it right so you all get married. Like that doesn't mean he's marriage material, okay? Just because you've already been haram with him. I have a lot of calls like that. He's haram, how can I make it halal? Okay, but forget him for a minute. We're picking the guy that you're going to be with the rest of your life. Have you looked at what the qualities of that guy should be and then looked at him without emotion? Because it's really hard to once you've been that long with him and said, does that guy actually match that? And for the moms out there that are listening, you have daughters who are going through this stuff emotionally. You have to be aware of it so you can speak to it. Otherwise, they're going to get lost. And you're going to be crying for all their sadness in their marriage and trying to help them, save them from all their stuff. It's just unnecessary. So what's a good reason to get married is first is to protect yourself. Because of deen. And you know, that's such like, oh, that's only for like those extreme religious people. Listen to me. If you have a guy who's not fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why would he fear you? Why would he stay faithful to you? Let's keep it real. Why would he when nobody's looking? Even the best of men are going to be tempted by these women out there that are half naked all over the place. Let's just keep it real. At the end of the day, if you have a guy that is willing to text you, talk to you, be with you on the side, that means he doesn't fear Allah. If he doesn't fear Allah, once he's with you, what's going to make him stay away from other girls who are texting him and pinging him and all that great stuff, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, WhatsApp, whatever? Nothing. Maybe he never closed his Tinder profile. I would have been <laughs> Tinder profiles. You know what I mean? Like maybe he like had that, looked for you, married you, and then kept those open. Those girls are sitting like bing, 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 bing. And he's having a fight with you that day. And he's like, oh, maybe I picked the wrong woman. Or maybe you're doing that about him. Here's the thing. Don't get married because you don't get along with your parents. Don't get married because everyone else is getting married. And don't get married because you're not happy. I don't know. Like, I just need to, like, I need to be married. I want to fix this. I want to, okay, good. Let's work on that. Now, like I reminded you in the beginning, we have resources. We have a free class on marriage. And I could definitely put the link below if it's not there already in the description. If you're struggling with any of these link things, it's too tech for you. 
DM me on Instagram. Tell me I was listening to this episode and I just I need the resources. A lot of times people are like, I was listening to your episode. I'm like, girl, I have 400 plus episodes. Which episode was it? Help me out. So if you're going to tell me, please let me know the episode. But the other thing is, um, you know, subhanAllah, we have the free class for marriage and we have this awesome live interactive five-day challenge I have the link below too. It's called the interview challenge. Get on it. There's, I know, a couple hundreds of women in there already. And let's do this together live. I'll come on. We'll talk. You'll get to ask your questions. I'll give you a little workbook. We'll get you started. But be really, really careful. And moms for your daughters, be careful. Even a lot of moms they join. They want to know for their daughters, like, what to do. Good. Be proactive. But be really careful because I get a lot of calls every day of women who wish they did it better and now they're they're not just hurt they're stuck with a kid they're stuck with a lot be proactive there's stuff out there we we are willing and ready to help you all right i will see you ladies in the next episode don't forget the links below assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh